You having fun with your ball? <laughs> He's like, yes, ma'am, I am. Let me just tell you how much I love this ball. <laughs> I have things to say about balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking in the singular, but that's not too... Uh... Hey, some people have one testy. <laughs> oh, I should probably... True, true, yes. Nothing against people with one testy. <laughs> I don't know if the recording is going to be able to pick this up because I have to walk around the room for a second. But at one point, I did consider donating one testicle because you can get $35,000 for it. I don't need <laughs> I don't need them for anything. You'd be a uniballer. Oh, they'll give you a, a, a prosthetic. Oh, what? Yeah. There's a prosthetic yeah. ball? Uh-huh, and you can get, I think it was up to $35,000. Okay. For one, for one. Dude, that's a down payment on a fucking house. No millennial will ever get that. See, all you gotta do is all men just have to donate a testy. That's. <laughs> <laughs> all a... you gotta do. I mean, women make so many sacrifices. Why not donate a testy? Why not donate a testy? Yeah, you're right. Because men in power look at women like they are an oven, an yeah. easy bake oven. Yeah. That do is disgusting. Donate a ball today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And if you're interested in making $35,000 for something that you may or may not need, you can go do that online. I don't know what it is, but yeah, whenever you donate a, an organ, and I think even if you're like donating it out of the kindness of your heart, the hospital takes care of all the bills. Yeah, nice. And, you, you know, an organ like that, I mean, <laughs> can you give me like a, an extremely large prosthetic though? Because that would be really nice. Could you imagine it'd be like uneven? Yeah. Yeah, like one very large. That's, that's my alien nut. <laughs> can you pick out colors? Could you make a rainbow? It's inside your scrotum, so I don't <laughs> think you're going to be able to pick out a color. I was, I was picturing like even the outside, right? But I guess, yeah, it would be covered with skin. But I was thinking like the whole thing would be like prosthetic. You know, like, well, like I'm thinking like a prosthetic limb, right? So like you're not going to like, you don't always cover that with any, with something. Sometimes you do. I mean, there's all different options. No, you are correct. I'm, I'm getting really ADHD on this, but I, I, I was really picturing that it would have a certain look to it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm getting pretty um, like ADHD right now because the lighting in here is off because I have to go turn that, I have to go turn that light on. Sure. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. My name's Jaren. Uh, <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Jaren. My pronouns are he, him. And my name is Heather. Pronouns are she, her. And we are your host of Typically Divergent Podcast. Happy Monday. Woo. Happy Monday. Or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Heather, it's, it's so good to have you back. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. We are recording on a Thursday, everybody. Tomorrow yes. on Friday is uh, my fiance's birthday, and we are having a party for him tomorrow, and I am making him a big-ass cake, so if you want to go see that, it will be on TikTok. <gasps> Yay. Oh, that's going to be so fun. It is so fun. I'm um, excited. Martha Stewart, lemon poppy seed. Jaren Stewart. <laughs> Jaren Stewart. No little... What was little Stuart. little Stuart? Thank yeah. you. I was like, what was that rat's name? Stuart Little. Stuart Little. That's thank it. you. I'm like, wait, wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> little Stuart. I was like, that couldn't possibly be right. But if you have dyslexia or any other inabilities to be able to keep your words in check, it sounds normal. Yeah, that way. works too. Right. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, have you guys been watching um, the stuff going on with the? Um, 
it's not really so they're calling it a TikTok ban, right? But really it's mm-hmm. it's um it's coded as a way for them to be able to try to have more access and control over the internet. And it's not just TikTok. And also it came comes from Singapore. So all of this like specifically China and China problems is is like so stupid. Yeah. Like the CEO is from is is from Singapore. Right. Yeah. And he used to I heard he used to be apprentice for Zuckerberg. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yep. I saw that too. And that Zuckerberg tried to like, I, I've seen footage where like he tried to like coax Chinese government into like being more involved in his own stuff. And uh-huh. like, he also supposedly maybe wanted to buy TikTok at some point when it was earlier on. Oh, and Zuckerberg like back did? when, yeah, back yeah. when TikTok, like, so the current CEO is from Singapore, but I believe mm-hmm. that the original aspects of ByteDance used to be more attached to China. Like it, it has lost that more of that attachment with time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm accurate in how I'm explaining that. But um, back in the day, Zuckerberg was trying to like go over there and mm-hmm. talk about like, you know, taking over the app. He's just so mad that he can't get the app for himself. So yeah, let's just try to put out all these articles and this random like biased news stuff about and how xenophobic. TikTok is terrible. And so xenophobic, right? right. I actually didn't know until I was watching other media, like if you only watch that congressional hearing where they like ripped, sh- uh, is it Show Chu, mm-hmm. the CEO of TikTok, apart, you would have thought that he would have assumed because of the way that like how they were talking, everything that was being said, that he was from mm-hmm. China. Like yeah. you wouldn't have even known. It's <sighs> crazy. Yes. Yeah. And also, like if you're gonna sit there and say that. Um, oh, they're selling your data and all of this stuff. Like, hey guys, like if you have meta, like there is actual, there are like actual paperwork showing that um, Facebook and meta and Instagram like have already done all of these same accusations that um, are just being like sprinkled in from all of these different sites. And also like- They sell your healthcare data. They've lost lawsuits for it already. Yeah. They sell all your shit already. And like, and I'm, I feel like that's the thing is like a lot of Americans already accept that to begin with. And they're like, what? It's cognitive dissonance. What is the difference? Yeah. 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 It's like understanding what you're willing to, you know, accept. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, those are things owned by America. And like the government has shown that they don't give a shit about us to begin with anyways. So like, why, why do you suddenly care? And that's why it's like, how do you not think that we're going to automatically be suspicious that in actuality, what you're trying to do is censor us. Right. What you're trying to do is take away first amendment rights of people. It's so bad that, um, and so just for reference for anyone that's trying to look up more information, I believe it's SB 686 Senate bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that that's the number without looking it up, but it's, um, do you remember what the title is? Cause it's not called like the TikTok ban. It doesn't even mention TikTok by name. It's, um, I'm going to oh. look this up, but it's, it's got the, it's got gen alpha and Z and millennials. So pissed off that yeah. the gen, gen Z, uh, a generation that society has said that they don't have an attention span. They are reading pages yes. of these bills. They're reading the bills and they're pissed. Yeah. They're getting involved in government. I'm, I'm so proud yes. of y'all. I am so proud of everyone who is taking the time to actually start to read government bills and what they look like because man, is it dry, man, is it hard. So like, it takes a lot to get to that point and you got to be you got to be really, really passionate about the issue, I think, to get to that point. I think if someone didn't understand TikTok and they keep hearing the TikTok ban, they'd be, and let's say they're also believe in 
you know, they're more liberal and they believe in a lot of the the issues that we currently face, right, with like, mm -hmm. you know, everything going on with trans rights, LGBTQIA rights in general, things with women's rights, all these other things like, man, all why are you caring about TikTok? But that's the thing is like, if you take the time to actually learn about what this is, it's not just that. No. Did you find out what it is? I did. Sorry, folks. So no, it's, okay. it's, it's called the Restrict Act. That's it. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't name TikTok specifically. What it does is it actually appoints a, um, and again, please read this bill for yourself, but it basically appoints the secretary of commerce, which we would not even elect ourselves as people. Right. It appoints someone in that, in that spot that we didn't even get a chance to vote for or anything. And they get to decide who is an adversary quote unquote of the United States and then would get to control anything related to commerce, including the internet that comes from them. Yeah. So, and, and it doesn't even define like how much they have to own. So let's say like China has like stock ownership of like 1% of a company. Mm -hmm. If they so choose, they could just be like, yep, we're banning that. Mm -hmm. Yet that business can't be in here in America. It's so bad that ironically, even like MAGA Trumpers who otherwise like certainly we can't meet eye to eye on most other issues, especially when it comes to human rights, are like, yo, this is effed up, especially for America and freedom. In fact, Josh Hawley, a terrible, terrible person in government right now. I think, uh, who I don't know if he's a senator or House representative. Either way, terrible congressman. Mm -hmm. Brought up just straight up one of these, um, I forgot what it's called, but today he brought up onto the floor, hey, I think he's a senator, um, uh, just a straight up TikTok ban. It's one of these like things where it's like, if no one says no to it and it's like a simple bill where it's just like a one thing, mm -hmm. you can let it go. So he tried it. Mm -hmm. The one person that stood up. Oh, I saw this. Was a Republican. Was fucking Rand Paul. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is a lot of people are like, oh my God, I believe with Rand Paul. This is insane. That's mm -hmm. like agreeing with Trump. Like, how the fuck did that happen, right? Because mm -hmm. he's been so anti, um, you know, COVID measures. He's very, uh, you know, like anti a lot of the other things that like we, you know, you or I would support uh -huh. and things like that. But the thing is, he's actually, he, he has libertarian roots. Mm -hmm. So like if there's anything that man hates in general mm -hmm. is government overstepping. The yeah. reason why he was so on the side of like the, MAGA Republicans related to COVID restrictions is because he's so extremely libertarian that he still sees that as the government restricting on uh -huh. people. So like, yeah, don't agree with him on that. But now he's coming back around and it's like, he's the one person that stood up. Like, why wasn't a Democrat the first person to stand up? And that's the thing that's pissing me off well, too. Yes. Okay. So, and there are also like, when we're looking at people who are voting or saying that they are on one specific color of the bipartisan um, a government system that we have. Is that what it's, that's, that's the correct term, right? What, what? Bipartisan. Yes. Oh. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, got it. You got this. So I'm getting, you guys, it. I'm like, I'm like getting more into I, also, government can than I, just I say, I'm so proud of you because I've seen you posting some stuff and I'm like, I feel so not alone in this and I'm seeing more and more people too, which makes me feel that like, this shit is finally hitting a chord. Right. We will, we've, we, we finally, and we need it too. We've finally been bored enough. 
Yeah, and, and tired. And tired bored, of the shit. Now we're sharing all this information, and that's like what makes them scared is because mm-hmm. TikTok does not is very um, tough on uh, misinformation, whereas like right. Facebook and YouTube like have a big issue with that like quote unquote sleeping. Uh, getting through the cracks yes and so you guys the the whether they are republican or democrat that's where we're going around with this whole fucking circle whether Mm -hmm. they are republican or a democrat or if they are voting yes in favor of the restrict Mm -hmm. act they are not who they say they are in the color of that suit that they say that they're supposed to be because at that point Mm -hmm. they are being lobbied and getting paid by meta and all of the companies Mm -hmm. and all of the other politicians that benefit from it's a kickback yeah it, from the, the, all the people that benefit from having all of your information mm-hmm. and just that much more of a control over your freedom to be able to share information. Yeah. And so these things are really uh, spooky. So uh, reach out to your senators and your governors and, uh, you know, do the thing. Yeah, please do. Um, the only other thing I wanted to add is like, I think it's this coming up is also an important reminder that things that are bipartisan doesn't always mean that they're good. Right. And the other thing that I think this brings up a really good example, it's it's felt very much like one sided. At the same time, this really brings up the concept of what have Democrats, because they do represent the more liberal and left side, even though overall we've talked about this, that as a whole, the Democrat Party represents a centrist, sometimes even slightly right-leaning overall party when Uh you compare them to other major democracies in Europe and the world Mm -hmm. and Canada. Even though they represent the people that are trying to like encourage everyone to have rights and to live their lives, no matter what their beliefs are, no matter who they love, no matter how they identify, um, and all of these other things, women's rights, all that stuff. But guess what? They haven't actually fought enough to prevent the backwalking that's been happening. So like, I feel like that theme has been coming up. And this is a perfect moment where we see that not all Democrats are good people either. Like you said, they're uh-huh. still bought by uh, by lobbyists. They are still corrupt. The Democratic Party is still a corrupt party. It has problematic members. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be central and somewhat left-leaning you can still have more authoritarian views on how you want the government to be run you can be sort of left-winged but still be like very much a war hawk you can still be very much into like i still want to control the government to make sure the things go the way i want i think that's where i see things like in biden who is very much a centrist he is in no way very much generally not left-leaning it's like he he says he cares about these things, but he like how much does he really, really fight for a lot of the things that we've been working on? Mm-hmm. And in general, he stands there and is like, you know, I want you know, he's very tough on Russia, wants to be tough on China. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be at all, but there there's a sense of like I'll do what I like. He he gets very focused on that. And I think that's where he's coming from also with even like this TikTok ban because he said he's been open to it. And it's like, I don't know, buddy. I mean, yeah. you really relied on a lot of the young vote to get to where you are. You might want to rethink that. Yeah. I'm not too particularly f- big of a fan of Mr. Biden myself. There, I've been seeing some videos of him like saying some maybe like not appropriate timing comments. And I'm not talking about like the deep dive stuff where people are like, Oh look, he's touching these little kids. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, uh, trigger warning for pedophilia 
I think that is everywhere mm-hmm. in government and um, oh yeah, I'm and uh, anybody that claims to I don't want to be I don't want to ju- collect everybody into like one big large lump right but... and there's also still real there are good people who take government offices and really want to make a change right yeah. like i believe like maxwell marianne frost williamson. our first gen z oh yeah she's have, have you been seeing the marianne williams yeah stuff? she's been trending on tiktok a lot as like yeah. an it's sort of an independent but she's planning on running on like the democrat party to actually give biden a challenge which would be really interesting because usually they run unchallenged if they're already in the spot. Right. And she's she's kind of like a, a Bernie Sanders. Yeah. She um, did run for the... I think she was she was in the primaries for the Democratic ticket when Biden... Like, you know, in? amongst all the different people. Yeah. yeah I don't think okay. she made it as far as other candidates. Okay. Um, but so she was her a part of that. Around. At least her second. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Mm-hmm. And amongst that... And you guys, uh, the trans and queer community are at risk... Um, mm-hmm. I did not mean for us to talk about, uh, politics for that long, but yeah. these are important things. We are, we are creators here. This is a creative show. Uh, we do have a little bit of a responsibility to like make people aware of these things. Um, I think it's important. Yeah. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You guys can skip through it. Well, no, I mean, well, if, if you don't, if you don't want to hear it, I, that's okay. What's not okay is if like, you don't like what I was, what I was going to say was I was listening to. It, it was just like an untold story about like these teenagers who essentially were um, the rebels against the like anti-Nazi regime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like teenage girls go, like shoot Nazis and stuff mm. um, and before they invaded their country anyway. So okay. and, uh, there was a quote later down the road and like, I can't remember all of the details right now, but um, she, it was either like her or her mother or her daughter or someone at some point was like, Oh, it was the little girl's mother at the time. Mm. She said, you know, like, regardless of like, if people are good or bad, if they're doing something that is bad, like that needs, that specifically needs to be attended to because they're doing something bad enough mm-hmm. when we're, we're talking about like people's lives here. Right. So, right. and when you, there is not, you can't have a gray area with this type of a situation with any of these things that we're talking about that are going on in the world, because, you know, you know, talk about TikTok taking away, you know, your your rights to be able to talk about things on the internet and having it non-censored. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about lives of queer and trans people. And mm-hmm. like you want to and and people want to say that they're so pro-life, but we're talking people in churches are talking about eradicating. Yeah. And we are now in the seventh stage out of ten stages of genocide. And yep. people like And that is an official thing. Like that that is like from a like government like that is from like a research website like that's mm-hmm. not just uh, i know like that infographic has been say. shared around yeah and, and to me people don't like to talk about this stuff right but i feel like i've been observing that increase mm-hmm. more and more and now we're talking about it and now major news articles talk about fascism all the time like this is a problem we have to be aware of it and we have to talk about it and right. we have to we have to be aware so that we know when is the right time to actually fight back and mm-hmm. like put up defenses that we need to and make sure that we protect the people around us that are like 
that are important and just other human beings for their right to exist. I think that's really important. Right. I'm sorry. So keep going though. You, you mentioned the seven, the oh, seventh stage. So the seventh, we're in the seventh stage of genocide and, um, Oh, back to the girls' mother. So mm-hmm. when, when you're not picking a side, then you're being complacent with what the, and I'm going to say the enemy is mm-hmm. doing. You're being complacent with what they're doing. So, you know, for years we've been like queer community has been like stop eating at fucking Chick Fil A because they give their money to con- the the little camps to little camps, the centers and locations of where people do essentially electro electroshock therapy on mm-hmm. trans youth and or adults. Um, sometimes it is most of the time it is forced on them. Be- people's lives are in danger with that. Um, and then, um, you know, people like, it's not, it's not hurting you. Like you're safe, Mm -hmm. but you continue to slowly support these things and they just continue to grow. And that's where we're, that's why we are at a place where we are now with politics because of how bad fascism is. We are in a fascist state here in the U S this is no longer a democracy and people don't want to admit that Mm -hmm. because when you say, well, we are very close to following the same things that, um, like what was going on with Hitler and people want to throw up their hands and go, Hey, 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 that's not happening here. You know, we're not killing people. Yeah. We're not that extreme. We're not, we're, we're not at that stage yet, Mm -hmm. but we're so close. The there's, um, there is a graph about like the precipice to fascism. And like, once you reach it, you fall over, right? There's like, there's a tipping point and we're Uh so close we are so close to that tipping point. Because you can't come back from that at that right. point. If, if Trump had been successful with that insurrection and rebellion, we would be there right now. Mm-hmm. But we that thankfully didn't happen. Honestly, all it would take at this point is someone to get into government and to refuse to step down and for them to have that support, such as military, et cetera, to not have to step down. That's mm-hmm. literally all it would take. That's the only thing that is probably stopping us from, like, from truly actually technically being actually fascist. Yeah. And that that's what's scary. And, I mean, since this is brought up, which I think the positive thing is that by talking about it, more and more people are learning the background aspects. Like, you know, we learn in school that, you know, and again, trigger warning for things related to the Holocaust and all of the, you know, obviously the devastation and the loss of millions of lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But to also speak on it because it is important as much as it is a tough subject. um, You know, they went for trans people first and then the gays first before they even went after Jewish people. They, they literally, one of the first steps in the Nazi regime in Germany Mm -hmm. was canceling um back then it was more experimental in the research but the hormone related therapies and the things that they were working on for transitioning Mm -hmm. um and shutting down uh the university researchers in germany that were working on those things and like okay that literally is exactly what we're doing in multiple states in the united states it just isn't on a federal level right Sorry, I have to be really transparent, you guys. No. I am I am like shaking right now I'm thinking sorry. about these things. No, please don't apologize. It's okay. I just have to be honest about it because like that's how that's how important these things are. I've been avoiding what this episode is supposed to be, you guys. Speaking of other things that are you ready to tell them? Um yeah, so um unfortunately we've had it well, I w- I don't want to say unfortunately. So, first off, 
we are having a, like our season finale. We are ending a full season <laughs> of the podcast, which has been a really exciting journey so far. And this has been very unexpected and very abrupt. You know, I had mentioned on this podcast in previous episodes that I was really looking forward to uh, potentially moving into a different role um, within my career that was going to bring a lot of balance. Um, and I think I was really holding on to that in terms of helping balance that with different hobbies, including the podcast. And unfortunately, all of a sudden, that is no longer working out, and I do need to maintain um, in my current role. And I do love what I do for my career, but my job is extremely stressful and does not always provide for a very great balance. I know we've talked about that actually on the podcast yep. um, and how that is not okay. And it isn't okay. I will be very transparent. It's not okay where it's at. Um, but even in working on it, there are limitations and it's it's very difficult to keep those boundaries as much as I do try. Um, I feel like I've made improvements personally for myself. And you have. Um, Thank you. Thank you. The job is extremely mentally demanding um, and sometimes very difficult emotionally. And because of that, it makes it very hard some weeks to give my um, what I personally believe that Jaron deserves as a contribution as a partner in this podcast journey. Um, and in continuing on with that podcast journey, um, as well as the potential for my future family planning because of that. And because I don't think it's right for me to not pull my weight. Um, I am having to bow out of the podcast and that is my choice. Jaren is very kind to support me in that. And, um, you know, as much as it sucks and I'm not exactly happy to do it in the first place either myself. And I know naturally upsetting for both of us. Jaron has been very supportive even in finding out that news and us talking through it. Yes, I will be stepping away from the podcast. Um, and Jaron, who has been honestly incredible in all of this and all that he does, <laughs> Um, is going to be moving forward with this creatively, not necessarily by himself, is going to be looking for a, a new partner. So here's... Or do you want to get into that? Yeah, so I'll get into that. Um, so... But anyways, that's it. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Heather, Heather, reach out. Hold on. I have to throw this. Actually, I have to... Can I pee? Yes. I can't focus on yes. anything other than the fact No, you're fine. Pee. Once you got to pee, you got to pee. And I'm going to give good. this dog his toy. <laughs> Heather reaches out and sends me this message. And um, also, like, if it's okay with Heather, I want to kind of, like, tell them that this is not the first time that we've had a similar conversation. Mm -hmm. So we did have a similar conversation at one point. It We regrouped and, you know, we talked it out and we worked as a team again. Um, and one of the things that Heather had brought up was that maybe we would just do an episode every other week. The cost of that per episode would be 
not would it make sense it, yeah it just wouldn't make as much sense for both of us to be putting in that cost when and we haven't monetized the show yet and mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's a hobby right now in the sense that it's you know at, at our at, at, you know our expense basically right. right and in hopes that you know at one point we can be a some sort of a creator in some way because um, I really like the idea of being creative in multiple different um, media styles and do things with my hands and sometimes do things with my mouth, like speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's clarify that very quickly. We know, Sharon, we know. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> we know, Sharon. Yes. Oh. I don't know how that happened because that you, was not You even. didn't even get really loud. I didn't. And all I did was whisper. I was like, we know, Jared, we know. <laughs> so then there was an idea where like we did two part episodes and looking at the analytics, you um, and it's okay if you guys didn't like that. We understand. Um, it was that was like really hard to like set all of that up with like the way it that was. we were already trying to like form an episode and how we wanted that flow to go. Mm -hmm. And if we were to do something where like Heather was only present, because what I wanted to do is be able to produce an episode every week. And if we were doing something where Heather was present every other episode, then it was like then then like the whole logo would have to change because then why is why are you here every other week? And then, like, what am I doing? Am mm -hmm. I doing something by myself? Am I doing something with somebody else? And, um, you know, that was an option to, like, for me to, like, interview somebody if Heather didn't want to or couldn't be a part of that episode. But, like, we still mm -hmm. haven't even gotten to that point yet. And when she brought up the fact that, like, she does still have this want to bring a child of her own into this world, and I was just, like, honestly, like, so it's not bringing that kind of money in where that's okay for you to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair of you to, it wasn't, it's not fair of me to expect Heather to be able to do that because, and I think that at one point I did say like, I think we had slightly different expectations of like what it could, what we wanted it to be because I did deliver it to Heather as like a hobby and with the ability for us to like make money down the road. And because I know how to operate and brand a business, I was looking at it as a business and trying to operate it like that so that we can start bringing in money. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, with the timing of her life, mm -hmm. that's not going to be okay. That's not going to be a safe bet for her right now. We have our own creative aspects mm -hmm. to stand on. And I think you definitely do even on your own, as well as with another person. Um, that's not me. And I, I believe in that and I believe in the success. It's just that unfortunately, like you said, you know, where I'm at in my life, I wish I didn't need to be in the type of career that I'm in to also like maintain a decent living lifestyle. And I will be very clear. I would have no problem in making some monetary sacrifices as well as, you know, downsizing my own home, you know, like all of those types of living situations. I would have no problem in reducing that, mm -hmm. but even reducing that sum still would require me to basically like it wouldn't matter 
And like now, especially nowadays with like housing and I bought my, my house like a few years ago, like I, I can't even afford and if, to downsize, it would cost the same amount that I bought my house two years ago. Yeah. It, would, it wouldn't even matter. I would literally just be like, I magically just own less for the same amount of money. I mean, that's literally like what is happening to everyone right now. But like that, that's the concept. Like, right. It's yeah, but it's, it's, so. it sucks <laughs> in some ways, but I also just want to be clear that I, I still really support you and I support this podcast and I really think that it has somewhere to go. Thank you. I do too. Yeah. I have a whole room dedicated to it. <laughs> I think it's fun. I've really enjoyed coming here and chilling and like, I love the chairs and like, the mood in this room. Sell it, so Heather. So yes. this is, so folks, I, I, so we are, this is the thing. Okay. So we, we're calling it a season finale because uh, we are taking a, a, an unexpected, I don't know how long of a break it is going to be. And I, and you know, like I said, in the little four minute thing yesterday, last week, like I am a former people pleaser. And part of me is like, oh my gosh, like I, I, consist as a business person consistency is key and we the one thing about the show as we have been like growing it so far is that there has not been a significant amount of consistency and i understand that and and i i, I in my head i have an idea of what i would I, of a kind of person that i would want to have sitting next to me so if you are neurodivergent in any <laughs> sort of way if you want to be a creator or if you are fancy with technology and you love being on social media i this is a, a casting call <laughs> Because we have so many people in Fort Wayne. I also have, I have a couple people in mind that I am interested in like reaching out specifically. And I have had one person that has shown interest in taking Heather's blue chair. If you are interested, please um, email me at typicallydivergentpod at gmail.com. Um, if you are long distance, I think we could probably make something work. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so I really hate to like ask, but like I do need to like ask listener, please do me a solid, do me, Jaron, Michael Williams, future Michael <laughs> Reisinger, please uh, do me a solid and uh, click that follow button and uh, click the link tree in the description of this episode or wherever it is. And like follow me on everything that you can find our show on. Um, also, uh, because there are a lot of people back to the TikTok thing, so many people are pissed off with Facebook that like uh, we're uh, writing bad reviews and stuff. Um, until I can migrate people over to a new page, I am now going to start using Lemon 8. That's the word Lemon and the number 8. It is not the other app that is below. When you, when you search, because I saw that one and I had to make sure that was not what I was looking for, but it is TikTok's um, version of Instagram. It's not owned by Meta. Hell fucking yeah. Count me in. Yep. I, I, I'll, I'm going to follow you. you. You'll be my first follow? <gasps> yes! Fuck yeah. Toe taps. Oh, you got to be comfortable with toe taps. <laughs> Oh yes, must be comfortable with toe taps. Must be comfortable with toe taps. There, what are some? Honestly, other... I love it because I'm just gonna be real here, y'all. Part of like, I don't know if it's just like I was born with it, but I totally get sweaty hands very easily. So I'm here Same. for the toe taps instead. Well, I, I, I also, I, I was born with stinky feet. Ugh, same. 
and toe tap. Toe tap. We can um, share in stinky feet. Sure. I, oh my god! <laughs> if if I had my sock off, which I would never touch your foot bare with my sock off, but like those pictures of the people were like couples that are really Ew. weird and they take their toes and like <laughs> like they're that'd holding be a, hands. That'd be the the season finale <laughs> picture, yeah, <laughs> for the podcast, oh y'all. <laughs> we hey. we'd get a whole new kind of a uh, follower. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Nicholas and I were talking about that the other day. So the special kind of kink. <laughs> Spicy. I mean, honestly, when I was in between jobs, not going to lie, I thought about it. Starting I, an OnlyFans for feet pics. I like, mean, I'm, I'm just being real. It's just is so appealing. <laughs> There's a need, you know? Like, I'm, I'm here to fill that need. I'm here to fill that need. I'm here to fill the need. <laughs> Sorry. Fill me up. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a song. I that mean, would say there's that. nothing wrong with it, and there's nothing wrong with even more than that. It's just that, like, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not into showing myself in that way online. But I'm, I'm here for the feet and the legs. So it's fine. I'll, I'll do that for money. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. So like. I, I just think because I there there I know that there are normal looking people that don't fit the European American societal standard of like beauty that are attracted to people that look just like them because I myself am one of them. Mm-hmm. And if I if I could Nicholas we've got some ideas, honey. And mm-hmm. I just like I want to get it going. I'm like, come on. I want to work from home. <laughs> I want to fucking work, work from work home. Work from the bedroom? <laughs> yeah, from all these fucking rooms. <laughs> all I, these fucking I wanna, rooms. I want to... You wanna, can advertise the podcasting room, though. I want to make, I wanna make this house exactly what we want it to be. Yeah. And be like, it was all a business expense because it, we work in this house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tax right <laughs> Tell me how the Republicans do it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Trump doesn't pay taxes. Why should anyone else? <laughs> right. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, um, okay. So back to the, the season finale thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> and less about feet. <laughs> less about feet. Back to the season finale thing. I will be solely in charge of the social media stuff. Um, for a little while and I will continue to like put things out keep you guys up to date. Um, I honestly like, I I'm really like, I have it in my head. Like this will only last like maybe two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So folks expect this finale break to expect to last mm-hmm. a month at the most. And I don't want to really put that pressure on myself but that's just the kind of drive I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and then, you know, we'll see, we'll figure it out, but mm-hmm. I can, it's, that's all right. We're going to keep the name and being neurodivergent name. doesn't necessarily have to be a requirement. However, like there has to be some sort of like really great all around banter. Mm-hmm. The witch stuff was really something that Heather brought to the show. So uh, there's not going to be as much of that. So um, Heather, I, I, I really appreciate you for, um, I mean, if anything, like coming on this season one of this journey of the show, um, being on the starting grounds of getting it up. And I really appreciate the hard work that you have put into the show. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I really enjoy being on the show. It has been a journey. I, 
overall, I'm just trying not to cry, so that's why I keep looking away. Overall, it has been a really nice time. It has been tough at times mm-hmm. for you individually, for me individually, for mm-hmm. us as a team. And then we've had some like really, really nice um, highs. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen Poker Face on um, Peacock yet? Mm-mm. Well, one of the very one of the episodes, there's like this group, and she, they wrote us. There's this song. It's a long story, but she was like, I once we created that, like I got this like high, and I've been chasing after that high ever since, looking for that hit mm-hmm. of her music. Mm-hmm. And Heather and I had that on the very first day that we recorded and I we've had that a couple times mm-hmm. and I have been chasing that mm-hmm. because it is a wonderful oh it's such feeling. an awesome feeling yeah when you have like a really awesome episode and you just like feel it and then also when you see you know that a lot of people are listening and maybe even sending in some things about it like that's it's so rewarding because it's really about like sharing with other people and you get the sense that like you almost picture that your audience and the people are just here sitting with you. Right. And that's yes. what we want the podcast. We, we always wanted the podcast to have that feel to begin with. So like, mm-hmm. that's how you know that it's a really good episode. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, as if our audience is sitting here right here with us, like right. having this discussion, yeah. you kind of envision that. And that's like, it's, it's really nice oh, and it's really God, wonderful. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, hopefully by the, uh, so when we say season finale, I'm not doing f- seasons when we come back, mm-hmm. we're doing, uh, episodes every week. Uh, you know, it's okay. I can rebrand. It's no big deal. Um, there was an opportunity for me to give up and just throw it all away, but, um, I'm a bit more resilient than that. Yeah, I think and you are. Um, I'm not going to let that get me down. It's just what I don't want to do is be a solo podcaster, mm-hmm. but it's going to be okay. And yeah. everything's going to be fine. Heather will always have the first, I don't know, how many episodes do we have? I almost forgot the name of our podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. I almost start typing in Heather. You typical divergent you. I know. Also, I do want to say that Jaren and I have already talked about it, and and if we don't ever do this, that is also okay. I will never put the pressure on him to do this, especially since I am the one that is choosing to walk away. But I have already said that, you know, if there are certain episodes here and there that, um, you know, he and his new partner um, in the podcast would like to, you know, bring me on as a guest, you know, on certain episodes... I have no problem in that and I will, I would love to say hi to people now and then. So yeah. And if that doesn't work out, that's okay too. Jaren and I are friends before we really like did this podcast and our friendship has, I think grown a lot even in the podcast while we were doing the podcast. And so, Oh my God. I mean, you're the, the, the friendship and the, the, where we are at as uh, two people in each other's lives. I don't think we would have ever gotten to this point where we have been this honest with each other about the things that bother us. Right. Right. Yeah. And just all the stuff that like we get really deep on it. We would have gotten there. It just would have taken longer. Yes. But yes. And I feel like because you and I have had a couple tough conversations that people tip people 
probably stray away from having with their friends. True, true. You don't have to have like tough discussions about business or like, you know, like as if you're at like, or, you know, like when you're in group projects in school, right? <laughs> and you hate having like, oh, how to be was, like, hey, that's so. That's exactly um, what this has been like with you because you're like my big sister. Because you, oh my God. We, we, we established that we have this like brother and sister type relationship and Mm -hmm. that like you look at me as a younger brother and I look at you as an older sister which is fine however we are both the oldest siblings Mm -hmm. and I I do not like the idea of like like when like right now you're sitting in that chair and I'm like that's my big sister right there and I'm like she is such a bitch sometimes (laughs) 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 and I and I fucking love you and fucking love you too and it's I mean it's gonna be okay I'm gonna be okay you're gonna be okay we are gonna be okay yeah um I'm just realizing something what (laughs) so when we were talking about um you were looking something up on your phone too oh how many episodes how many well so the show has 24 this will be episode 25 (gasps) oh my goodness a quarter of a century of a quarter (laughs) You have, but the, you haven't been in every one of them. True. And okay. so you were, but you were, a, you were a part of the first quarter century season. Yes. That's what we'll call it. The, the quarter, quarter century. century. Before the quarter we quarter era. The quarter. The era. The quarter era. <gasps> the Jaron Heather era. Well, so I was going to call it, I was going to like. The Jether the, era. I was going to be like anything that's labeled as season one is the Jether witchy era <gasps> between yes. the original two hosts of the show. Anything after that is not the quarter era. Right. I just needed an era because it's Taylor Swift. It's it's Taylor Swift approved if it has the word era after it. Of course. It. <laughs> Of course it does. <laughs> yes, uh, love loving of Taylor Swift is is also mm. a plus if you uh, are interested. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, that that is a that is a pretty good idea. That you get you don't have to like Taylor Swift, but it would be really easy if you did. <laughs> be really It'd be cool so much easier. Did. Yes. Oh, also, please are you in, are you uncomfortable in front of the camera because like I want to shoot this show to the moon. So speaking of moon, oh my God, I have to pee again. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. What is up with your bladder? I'm just kidding. Did you also see that one politician who was like, but why is it that every time when I get on TikTok, um, I see a oh, bunch of nothing but nothing but shirtless gays dancing and. Uh, um, um, no, uh, he says uh, queers, fluffers and. Um, and drag queens. And yes. I literally, I'll admit, like my, my poor little naive self, but I had to look up what a fluffer was. <sighs> and I was like, yo. And I, because I kept seeing the comments on that, one of the videos about that, where it was like, he knows what a, he is literally able to say what a, like he mentions the word fluffer. Knowing therefore, he knows what it is. He knows what it is. And he's getting those that like, we all know anyone who uses TikTok or like even knows a little bit about it, your FYP, like your for you page that you. feeds you things, learns about your wants and what you want to see. And it's like, oh my God, this is such a classic thing that people say that it's like, it's, what these people talk about is such an admission of their own things. Right. Uh, well, the one but I had to look up what a fluffer was and I'm like, yo, if I had to look it up and that dude knows, 
Whoo. Well, <laughs> somebody should be looking at his cell phone because he's probably into some weird stuff and he might need to take a look at, you well, know. I right. Don't know. Well, and then oh, there was... he said kids dancing too. Uh-huh. That freaked me out. Yep. That was the first thing he said, right? Yep. That's why I was saying that because I'm like, he might have things about kids on his phone. Right. Well, and then there was the other one where like uh, another politician got caught like giving um, hearts and fire and like uh, weights or something for some other people that were alive. And he was like, well, I like to help out whenever I can. He's like, oh, and it was a young gay guy uh or something. Right. But he's like voting about anti-trans. Yes. Yes. God, you guys, the world is so twisted. Twisted. Uh don't get it twisted. Don't get clever. This is the most craziest shit ever. Boom, boom, boom. If anybody knows Gwen Stefani, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> um, so now that we have everybody basically caught up to everything that's been going on, I'm so sorry. I hope this episode's been fun. <sighs> we had to get that, all of that out of the way. Yes. But um, we are going to part each other with one final tarot reading Mm -hmm. oh yes because you were saying speaking of the moon yes instead of drawing cards for ourselves or for the show um i told heather i'm gonna draw you a card and you draw me a card Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna read you the whole description because this will be the last one that you get (laughs) you got the cosmic heart your keywords are devotion potency and making your life a moving prayer When you surrender to a state of devotion, you find yourself flowing with all of life. You're being called to refocus your attention deep within to the intelligence of your own heart, to bow with deep reverence to your inner temple, to live your life in devotion to this place, to make your life one big moving prayer. Perhaps you've been feeling a little off kilter lately, sensing that the potency of of why you're doing things has gotten a little watered down or weak. Perhaps you've forgotten what made you start doing them in the first place. If Mm -hmm. so, this is your call to take a moment and reconnect with the truth at the very center of your heart, to get back to the essence of what you're about, to devote your life to what you care most about, to turn your gaze deep, 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 deep. (laughs) There are seasons for harvesting and seasons for sowing. Right now, you're being called to plant your soul's seed and to sing them with deep devotion, to feed them with your sweet waters of your own soul, to lose yourself in the potency of what it is that most expands your heart, to live your life according to what makes them come makes you come alive rather than what everyone else thinks, to make your life one big moving prayer. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. I thought that was very meaningful. I felt very honestly connected to that it definitely felt relatable maybe not like the prayer on the literal sense in the way that i think of it but like prayer in the sense of more of like in just like a magical or like spiritual sense good so i pulled for you the ace of wands upright okay so um keywords for the ace of wands is inspiration new opportunities growth and potential 
In the Ace of Wands, a hand holding a sprout wand extends out from a cloud as if to offer a new opportunity or idea with the potential to grow. The rich, verdant landscape is further confirmation of this growth capability. In the distance on the left sits a castle representing the promise of opportunities to come, and My hills castle. and mountains line the horizon. The rolling peaks remind us that there will always be challenges along the way, but they are surmountable with enough effort. One second. I'm just getting to the next part. No worries. As an ace, this wand card brings you pure potential. This time in the spiritual energetic realm, ideas are flowing to you, motivating and inspiring you to pursue a new path. You are open to receiving new opportunities that align with your higher self. A whole world of possibility is available to you. The ace of wands encourages you to follow your heart and live your passion. If you feel a strong pull towards a new project or path, but are questioning whether it will work, then this card gives you a gentle nudge to pursue your passion. You can always start out small, treating the project or idea as an experiment or trial. Then, if it feels good, keep doing it. If it doesn't, make adjustments and try again. Let your energy, dedication, and motivation be your guides. If you have been looking for a sign about whether this is the right project, then the Ace of Wands is a clear yes. The sprouting wand and the fertile landscape in the background are all positive indications that this idea has the potential to turn into something fulfilling and energizing. Use your creative energy and passion to take the first steps. Even if you prefer to plan out everything before you begin down a particular path, the Ace of Wands wants you to listen to your instincts and follow your gut. If it seems like a good idea, it probably is. So start with a few fundamentals to get things rolling and then continue to grow and develop your ideas the through more complex activities later on. The important thing is that you act now rather than spending more time planning or researching. Keep in mind, however, that the aces represent potential but not guaranteed results. The ace of wands, or any ace, is a seed that has yet to grow into something more substantial and sustainable. The opportunity on offer shows great promise, but it will be up to you to maximize it for the long term. See this card as a spark needed to fuel a massive fire, but remember that the flash itself is not enough to keep the flames burning. The Ace of Wands. Sorry, this is a long one. It's okay. <laughs> Almost I'm, done. I'm just like, wow. Take it all I'm, in. Well, taking it all in, and I'm like, wow. Okay, so you're saying that, like, like, hey, like, here's a fucking seed, but like, it's your fucking responsibility if you want this fucker you to plant grow it. up. Yeah, <laughs> plant it and water it. <laughs> plant it, water it, seed it. The Ace of Wands may appear when you have an opportunity to grow on a personal or spiritual level. You may be interested in taking a class or investing in a course so you can follow your creative spirit. For example, you might enroll in a photography class, a tarot course, or a self-improvement program. Trust, the, trust that this experience will open you up to even more possibilities or, you know, like new opportunities with your podcast and yeah. other things in your life and i honestly i seriously picked this at random like i promise i did not do that as like a hey you're going and here's all these new opportunities like that's literally what i picked <laughs> she goes i'm gonna go look for the best card for as i leave out the door no i swear to you that well, is what came that's great because you know if you had been like i pulled the the, the satan card i'd be like well okay <laughs> Jared's like, well i'm taking that seriously well, too well I, well I well because i am healing i know i know no 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 i, I sure. would like to share i i because i have been healing those things are not as spooky and scary anymore mm-hmm 
Um, and I don't go down as many of those rabbit holes. Also during therapy, one of my, with one of my, with, in my last session, she was like, okay, so it sounds like you might be using your, um, well, I told her of a situation that happened and she goes, okay, well, that sounds great. I'm glad that you used your tool, but let's also make sure that we're not like using the tools to like not feel our feelings too. And oh, I was like, no. <laughs> you're like, but you still have to process your feelings, Jared. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but I got through the panic attack and she goes, yeah, but did you go back? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> she goes, like, yeah. You know, well, like. That's the step i mean you still started somewhere right and like it's just more ways to do things right it's like we're always growing i know i'm a little ample tree (laughs) actually my body's in the shape of a pear so i'm a pear tree (laughs) (laughs) yeah i really appreciated that what your yours was for me too man both were so good again our tarot cards are always on point for this fucking podcast i'll tell you that i know our first ones were too yeah it feels fitting. I love you. I love you too. I don't know why I'm not crying. I don't know either because every time I look at you, I'm like, I'm not going to cry. And I'm like, oh, I'm almost going to cry. Honestly? Honestly, I cried at work today because this job is so frustrating. I know. So I probably am just out of tears. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be out of tears. It's okay that you cried all day today. Mm. It's probably for the best. Mm. I think, sl- <laughs> I think, slight. I think, I have to speak my truth. I am slightly relieved that it didn't work out. Okay. Slightly relieved. Do you want to go deeper on that or no? I'm curious. Like, what do you mean? And it's okay if you don't want to. That's okay. And you don't have to do it on the podcast. Because the first time that we had that conversation and you said, I feel like I'm holding you back. Mm -hmm. And I really thought to myself, I said, yes. You are. But that's not fair of me to expect that of you to want to do the things that I want to, I want to do. Right. When you still also wanted me to be a part of it at the same time. Like, yeah. yeah. So there is a (laughs) lot of, there's a lot of, um, stress being taken off of my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and we're both, we are both very empathetic people. So we can like, I, I think we can feel how each other are feeling. And like, I literally knew back then that it was like, I, I feel, I felt that way because I could also, I just had this sense that like, you could also be eventually gaining in resentment, right? Mm-hmm. Like if things continue down that pathway and like, you know, there's also like, there's just that concept that sometimes like people can be really close and be really good at friendships and everything else, but people are still individuals that have their own things that they are pursuing or their own lives that they have to still maintain. And depending on how those are working, like this, something like this might still not work, even though you can also be wonderful friends mm-hmm. in other ways outside this situation. Right. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I, so. I Yeah. It makes, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And I get to still keep a friend. Yeah. Um, and now I don't f- feel like, Um, 
I need to get somebody's thumbs up for a decision that I want to make with the show. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that feels pretty cool to be in that much control again. Mm-hmm. Here I go. Well, we hey, got this. my name's Jaron Michael Williams, soon to be Jaron Michael Reisinger. Uh, today is the 30th, 3-30-23. Tomorrow is Nicholas's birthday. He'll be turning 33 years old. And um, this is Heather's last episode on the podcast for mm-hmm. now. For now. She may come back. <laughs> Maybe if you do get pregnant, we'll talk, we'll bring you on. You can talk about how much you hate being pregnant, <laughs> or how much you like, enjoy hey, it. You did this to yourself. <laughs> yep. <I'll be> like, <laughs> and on like episode five, I said, "Hey, mm-hmm. when you if you ever get pregnant, don't make me one of the first people that you tell because I genuinely have a hard time getting excited for people who oh, want to bring yeah, kids yeah, into yeah, the yeah, world." Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I said that jokingly because I was like. I'm going to make, I'm going to, this thing's going to be a thing where she doesn't want kids. Well, she still wants kids. So, um, I, yeah, it's I, been I, tough though. We haven't, I mean, we haven't reached a hundred percent final decision, but it's, yeah. it's still, it's still yeah. a, a considered thing in your mind. I understand. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to cut all that out. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my name's Jaron. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I am now your, current solo host of typically divergent podcast um click that follow button maybe i'll release a little something special who knows i will definitely keep you guys posted um heather i love you i appreciate you i appreciate your friendship and your work for everything that we did and um for believing in me i love you and i still believe in you and I feel honored to have been on this part of the journey with you, and I'm excited to see where the journey goes. Wonderful. All right, guys. Well, you'll hear from me (laughs) (laughs) Um, as soon as I can. (laughs) Uh, So future me, future us. Hey, remember when this happened? It's cute, isn't it? And... um, I love you guys. Love you guys. And you'll hear from me soon. Bye. See you soon.